you think, and at least have the Go through our individual portion, yeah. you know, today, yes. Do you have to be careful with how you handle a shoulder injury or more so than maybe some of the other injuries Trevor's dealt with this year because it is his shoulder as opposed to like a knee or an ankle? Yeah, you know, obviously if it were a defensive guy, say like Andre Sisco who had a shoulder earlier, you know, you can harness those things and kind of keep things nice and tight and he can still practice, right? Uh, as long as you don't bang him around and all that. Well, with the quarterback, you're handing the ball off, you know, with that right arm. You're throwing with the right arm. You're, you're stressing the shoulder a little bit more. So um, those are all things you got to be careful of. And it's really a tolerance thing, you know, more than anything else. But you still want to be careful, you know, uh, every day you're out there. When you look at this Panthers team, what stands out about them? I'll tell you, the one thing that stands out is this team <clears> – <throat> This team plays hard. <clears throat> Excuse me. This team plays fast. Uh, it's a physical group. Um, it's a it's a it's a four quarter game. You know, quite honestly, um, Coach Tabor uh, has done a nice job of <clears throat> keeping everybody together, keeping everybody on the same page, and just kind of locked in week to week. You know, who cares about the win loss record right now? These guys are they played obviously much better last week uh, against Green Bay, but uh, it's a physical fast group that that. Um, you know, they're they're competing every day. What have you seen from Bryce Young this year? Obviously it's been up and down, but just what have you seen? I think I think you know, you see improvement obviously from beginning of the year to this you know, to where they are now. The team around him is playing playing better, obviously, getting more out of the obviously the skill position guys and, and you know, they've done a nice job, you know, with it and um, you know, he's he's doing obviously settled in and, you know, uh, the things that they're asking him to do. Um, he's been he's been good, you know, and, and teams that that try to rush him, he does a nice job of you know getting out of it and escaping the pocket where he can either run, extend you know drives with first downs or, or complete a pass. So um, you're just seeing that that constant improvement that uh, I know they want to see you know throughout the year. Doug, where do you balance the uh, the decision on your number one guy? and the number two guy getting all the reps in practice and seeing how important that is. I mean, it, is there a point on Friday or Saturday where even if he's cleared, you still have to decide that, that there's more value in the reps, or is it just Trevor's number one that you put him out there? I, I think you got to consider it, you know, um, where we are in the season, what, what we have moving forward. Obviously, you know, um, the biggest thing, and, and we've talked about this too, is it, it, you don't want to risk further injury, right? Um, and so that's the big thing. And, you know, if Trevor plays, we're we're all in on that. If CJ plays, we're all in on that. Um, the one thing about CJ is, you know, in in Trevor's absence during the week, it's valuable that CJ's gotten all the all the reps and, and he's prepared that way. And and um, you know, he he's ready to go. You know, at a moment's notice, he stepped in last last week and obviously did a nice job for us last week at the end of that game. But um, it, it's a it's a it's a tough decision, but sometimes you got to make, you know, or I have to make those decisions based on Trevor's health and obviously where we are as a team. You're not going to talk to me on Fred Taylor being named a finalist. Uh, yeah, you, you, your your career is obviously crossed. You didn't play against him or coach against him per se, but you saw his talent. And you yeah, know we, were, we were we uh, were in the league about the same time, you know, and and uh, obviously um, just a, a lot of respect for him, and and obviously. What he's you know uh, leading running back in, in Jags history and, and all of that and, and just a uh, was a great great player great teammate very explosive um, you know and he was in a he was in a league and a division back then that had a lot of good running backs you know and and uh, 
uh, for him to, to be one of the finalists, you know, for 24 uh, says a lot about him as a person, obviously his character, and then what he did on the field. Very happy for him, and congratulations on being being one of the finalists. You've harped repeatedly on this team getting off the turnover training. How do you think Trevor has handled? You know, it's, it's tough on a quarterback, right? Because touches you know, the ball. So, some, yeah, but sometimes it's sometimes it's sometimes it's partially his fault. Sometimes it's other people that are involved in it. How do you think he's handled this rash of turnovers that have just inflicted the team lately? I, I would. I would say he's handled it extremely well. Um, I know it bothers him, you know, and, and um, he, you know, he doesn't want to turn the ball over. And, and so you're right. Sometimes it's, it's not always the quarterback, but obviously the stats and things lean towards the quarterback. So we just got to make, and we say we, the coaches, we got to make sure that all our players, our skill players are on the same page with our quarterback. And what Trevor sees are the same things that they're seeing. And, that just comes through repetition, through practice, uh, film study during the week, um, and then obviously playing playing in games. So some of the mistakes we made in the in the Tampa game were just some guys not on the same page, and and so that's that's something that we have to look at as a staff and uh, and fix those. Uh, but at the same time, you know, embrace the fact that hey, this is where we are. Right, and and now it's it's up to us to, to get ourselves you know out of it and, and fix it. What did you yeah. see from Cam back on the field yesterday, and overall health of the offensive line? Um, well, we know Walker and Ezra are both sore and, and beat up, banged up this time of year. Um, Cam, it was great to get Cam out there. He brings a lot of energy and excitement out there, and enthusiasm, and he did he did a nice job. And it appears that he's you know ready to go. Um, so that's that was obviously a positive, and then and then the other two guys are, um, you know, whatever happens, at least one of them, whether it's Walker or Ezra, gets a chance to kind of heal a little bit, you know, uh, this week, uh, depending on the decision we make there at left guard. So, um, it, it it's a good time for Cam to be back, and then it's also a good time for these guys to, to get healthy. You know, obviously you said, or um, you said, yeah, you said about Anton, you know, having him, you know. Be, be available on Sunday, but obviously he's battled through a ton of various injuries during his rookie year. Uh, if you want to just speak to, you know, what, how have you been impressed? You know, I go all the way back to training camp when, and really I think it was even the off season, um, but I know in training camp he had the shoulder uh, issue that was going on. And, you know, back then you would have thought that, okay, this is going to bother him all year and things, but he, he fought through that and now he's here at the end of the season. And he's battled through, you know, a few more injuries. And, and I've been really impressed with him, uh, how he has, one, handled it. He's not let it affect him, right? He, he's, he's working through He still practices every day, right? He practices through the injury. Um, and and he's, he's been a pro about it. And, and, and rightfully so, because he's got some really good guys in, in the O-line room to kind of coach him up you know, and, and get him get him on the right track. And so I've been really impressed with him as a young player. Um, he hasn't played this much football, you know, uh, in a long time, and if ever. And uh, he still has a couple of games left, you know, this season. So uh, he's, done a, he's done a nice job taking care of himself and, and being available, you know, for our team. How do you balance the decision on the offensive line? You talked about needing continuity there. Injuries have kind of caused these shakeups. How do you balance the decision this week with, Continuity. You're already going to shake something up with Cam. You then you got the decision at left guard. 
You know, I think that's where every team is right now, you know, this time of year, honestly. Um, there's everybody's battling through injury. You know, you know, even some of your top teams are, are battling through whether it's a loss or an injury or, you know, something's going on. So everybody's kind of shifting and, and working through different things. And, and we're no different, obviously. And, and listen, it's nobody, nobody cares, you know. Uh, Carolina doesn't care. Tennessee's not going to care. You know, um, we we've got to <clears throat> we've just got to put the best eleven on the field, offense, defense, and special teams, and, and go play. And um, it's up to the coaches to have everybody ready to go. It's up to the player to be prepared. Um, and and that's kind of where everybody is right now. And Trayvon Walker, he's gotten at least half a sack in five of the last six games. I know you kind of said before, you know, look, he's doing good things, and the stats just hadn't been there early on in the season. Is this a thing where late in the season, all of a sudden those Sacks are starting to show up on the stat sheet. You know he keeps he keeps battling. He keeps he keeps fighting, and um, you know, yeah, good things good things begin to to take shape, and and you know he's doing a nice job of of pressuring you know the quarterback, you know whether it be on a, a straight rush or a game, um, and you know we need him we need him to come through this time of year. We need Josh to keep coming this time of year, and and um, those two together uh, can be tough to stop. Building off the continuity piece, obviously there's two games left to go in the regular season. Knowing the point that you guys are in your season, do you think that you make a wholesale change to light a spark, or is this about being as you know continuity and as full steam ahead and doing what you've been doing in terms? When of When you say a wholesale change, is something in mind? I mean, if it's a if it's a lineup change, <coughs> if it's schematically anything like that. Um, you know, those are all great questions, but. I look at it as as things we can control. Number one, we can tackle better on defense. That's in our control. We can take care of the football better. That's in our control. Pre-snap penalties, those are things that are in, in our control, right? So those are, we can coach better. We can call better offense and defensive plays, put our players in better situations, all things that are within our grasp and within our control. And, and so, you know, there's gonna be lineup changes based on injury, right, this time of year. But I don't think you have to necessarily you – know, our goals are still right in front of us. And and we have to eliminate some of that stuff that I mentioned um, and and get back to figuring out and finding a way just, just to win a game. And um, I don't think you have to necessarily make that big spark change in order to do that. Are you are you saying that there will are you saying that there will not be any uh, any changes in with any of the starters this weekend beyond uh, for non-injury related reasons for performance related reasons? I don't I don't anticipate it's all going to be injury related if if anything um, you know this week yeah. Tyson Campbell popped up on the injury report with the, with the finger. Yeah. How, how serious is that? He, he just broke the tip of his finger in the game the other day. Um, he can still write. <laughs> <laughs> Is that part of why he didn't play in the second half? No. Um, I mean, part of it, but but no. You know, in, in last week, in, in just to address Tyson, um, it was his first game back in a while. And wanted to progress him, obviously, in the game, kind of get his feet back underneath him. There were some things in the game where just – uncharacteristic of Tyson just from not playing and, and so made the switch at halftime 
you know, and, and, and this week will be different. He'll get more opportunity this week, get another full week of practice. So uh, he's he's doing a good job. But same thing with Cisco too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Coach Braddock uh, at, uh, yeah, St. Augustine with Yellow Jackets, right? Yeah. Yeah, high school. Um, high school coach of the year. I mean, this is uh, pretty special for a high school coach to, to, to be in this this category and and um, you know I was once a high school coach obviously and and uh, know what it's like to, to coach a bunch of 15 16 and 17 year olds uh, but uh, congratulations to him um, I know he's one of the finalists or is the actual coach of the year um, so shout out to him and his team and congratulations I think they were what 13 and one this past year almost, almost state champs yeah and he's he gets a couple tickets to the Super Bowl so congratulations to Brian